Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Nothing But Net, NBN podcast. Um, mm-hmm. American, American football episode for you guys this week. Me and Dips, you saying, man? Mm-hmm, I'm good, man. I'm good, yeah. man. Same old, same old. Yeah, man, it's been a while since you've done some of this. I think we did a, did a quick one before the start of the season, um, you know, but yeah. I think yeah, it's been, yeah. been a couple of weeks still. It's been a couple of weeks still. It's been pretty good, yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty good. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been there. <laughs> but it's been pretty really good that we ain't done one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's about time, I'll put it that way. I mean, all, all, all it took was a second lockdown to keep us in our homes, innit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool, man. This week, obviously, um, we're nine weeks into the NFL season, so I think it's as good as any to sit, talk about what we've seen so far, you know, mm-hmm. our disappointments. Um, obviously, mm. my guy is coming back this week. Your guy, Antonio, my guy, yes, my guy, Antonio Brown, A B, A B Z. Yeah, so obviously, like, you know what? Let's start there. Let's start there. So, mm-hmm. obviously, a couple of weeks back, um, we all got the great news that the savior of the NFL is coming back. After <laughs> the he, savior of the NFL, after his, can you imagine? <laughs> after he's like half year hiatus. Yeah. So basically, yeah, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me be serious for, for a question. So basically, Antonio Brown is um, being reinstated back in the league. This is following mm-hmm. what I believe was an eight weeks eight weeks suspension following his let's just say antics throughout most of the last year. Yeah. Was a bad behavior, yeah. um, violence, and so what. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they gave the go ahead saying that he can be reinstated, and he has signed with Tom Brady FC. So. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, damn it. Okay, can you... What did I say? T- team TB, right? <laughs> Tom Brady's team? Uh, listen, <laughs> they, they are, look, you make it sound like the, like the 2018 Cavaliers. Bro, they, they, they have more guys. They have more <laughs> guys in that team, you know? You know what I mean? You know, Mike Evans. You know, they have Gronk back now. I mean, yeah, they got Tom, some... They got, yeah, Tom huh? Brady. Like I said, they got Tom Brady. Um, oh, God's <laughs> sake. Now, but yeah, like, I guess, what I, what I want to talk about that, like, do you think it's going to work this time around? I mean, I, I think, it's, it's very rare we can have the same conversation four times about one player within one year and then not be us repeating content. <laughs> <laughs> but do you um, think this new situation is going to work? <laughs> I, I genuinely do. I genuinely do. Um, on top of, you know, it's very easy to say, oh, yeah, like... Um, uh, you know, AB knows that it's his last chance because I mean, he knew that it was his last. It was his, I guess, last chance with the Patriots last time. So it's very easy to say that, but I generally believe it will work this time because I think Brady, uh, Brady, has tried to nurture a relationship with him in the off season. Um, you know, you have these reports of Brady inviting him to dinners and like keeping in touch with him and stuff like that. You know, um, it has very. It has earmarks of like Brady's whole thing with Randy Moss um, in the late 2000s because, you know, Randy Moss coming off of that season or season and a half with the with the Raiders was like, that was like the worst numbers of his career, worst performances. And we, people didn't think he could really pass back. And mm-hmm. Brady was like, yo, you know, like, you know, Belichick brings him in, Brady works with him. And then the next thing you know, they have a damn near perfect season. So, you know, it, it has all the earmarks of that. Um, I think Brown, uh, Antonio Brown likes Brady. I think he's willing to listen to him. And I think, you know, Brady's very good at bringing players into the fold. 
and you know, yeah, getting guys to, to buy in. Do you see all the reports as well? Apparently, he's living with, with Tom as well. I won't be surprised. Yeah, like apparently, he's that outright is actually living with him. And obviously, I don't think it's gonna be the main house, but you know, obviously, those guys have got a different level of wealth. I'm, I'm sure there's like a spare yeah, guest house. Yeah. Not gonna guess through like a guest house around the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, I won't be surprised. I mean, you know, I won't be surprised. Like, Brady does whatever it takes to win. And, and, you know, like I said, he has that way of, like, bringing guys in and getting you to buy in and really, you know, fixing you onto the main goal. And I think there's, an also, there's also something I haven't seen a lot of um, people say is that, like, AB has never won a Super Bowl. And yeah. I think he he understands this is his time to win. He's thirty, you know what I mean. He's still relatively in his prime, you know, and he's he's one of the hardest workers in the in the wide receiver posi- position next to you know the likes of like you know Julio Jones and uh, I think DeAndre Hopkins, I think is his name. Yeah, um, yeah, like, yeah. So he's he's like one of the hardest working guys, and I think he can. I really think he can bounce back, and you know, if, if he loves football he'll be chomping at the bit to get back out there. So I really do believe it's going to work. But I do also think that the Bucks understand the commodity, like, you know, not the commodity, but like the personality they have in their hands here. And yeah. I think they understand that, like, you know, they've made it very clear to him that one for our line, you're out here. And, and, you know, they're in the, they're in the, last thing I'll say is that they're in a position where they can, um, where, you know, there's, it's, it's high, it's low risk, high reward. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but you're wrong. Um, I'm wrong. You're wrong. Like I know it's an opinion. And opinions are yours, but like it's rare to say this, but your opinion is wrong. Um, and the reason I say this is because the co- like put it this: if six months ago the coach has literally said, "I do not want him. He does not fit in my plans," and then a couple of months later he's bringing him into the team, saying, "Oh no, this is a team decision. This is not just Tom Brady." What do you think it is? That's Brady pulling around his weight, his cachet, something he couldn't do at the Patriots. Like, he's, he's, a, he's basically said, I want AB here, and the organization has to bend over because it's Tom Brady. Like, we all know this is the Patriots, and he wanted AB back again. Like, he's not coming. He's not coming back because of all the stuff he's done. If Belichick mm-hmm. and the owner said, he's not coming, he doesn't fit here in the offseason, I promise you, in week eight, while they're winning, they're not changing their minds for no apparent reason and bringing him in. So, for me, it's a case of like, it's for what you said out there. They told him already. One mistake and you're out. Do you see AB going nine weeks without one mistake? We are talking about the air balloon riding, feet freezing, cracker calling out, video recording Antonio Brown. And you want to tell me that in the next eight weeks, he wouldn't do one thing to get himself kicked out. He wouldn't flip over a chair when he doesn't get the ball. He's not going to cuss at somebody in a meeting. He isn't going to turn around and call his own eye manager a cracker. Like, come on. <laughs> the, the thing is, the thing is, is the thing. Okay, so let me explain. So yeah. let me explain. So what you just said there, first of all, I'm, I'm, it's, I know it's my opinion, but I'm not one. Um, second of all, um, it, it, second of all, um, like, we have to, I, I look at, there's various reasoning for everything you just said there. In terms of Tom Brady throwing his weight around in at the Bucks, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Okay, that's number one. What's, what's, um, number two, what's, what's num- up the Bucks though? Huh? That's, that's, look, the reason I'm saying that is because, like, when it, the, things go wrong, it, when the organization is not aligned, and for me, if a coach and can go and say that start the season, he is not coming on my team. 
And eight weeks later, not, not with like you losing it to change your mind, eight weeks later with you winning, he's on your team. It's not because you want him there. It's not because he's a good fit. It's because Tom Brady has thrown his weight around. And I, I think any situation born out of that is just destined to fail. Especially if someone I think, but the, the thing is... Exclusive with AB. A guy who cannot... Thi- shut, okay. He's a guy who can't shut his mouth for 30 million. And you think his friendship with Tom Brady and one million min contract will change that. I think, I think the thing is, is that I think Tom Brady, Dave, listen to Tom Brady because, I mean, so far it's, it seems to be like, you know, they're six, they're six and two. And they have, and the, the one thing that Tom Brady over, the, in, over his last year in, in New England, like, you know, the one thing as a Patriots fan we were all crying out for was for him to get some damn help on the offensive side of the ball. Instead mm. of being carried to a damn Super Bowl, to, I mean, a Super Bowl is a Super Bowl. But he was carried to he was carried to that Super Bowl by the defense. Okay, like we have we we have to we have to you know like we have to look at that we have to look at that like in his last year he tried to get he wanted some help and then he finally got AB AB messed it up we can say but like you know he tries to to still bring him into the floor because they do need that help on the offensive side of the floor they still at the time had Josh Gordon so we really thought that okay if AB and Josh Gordon keep their stuff to their shit together then you know and again I know what I mean I know what I know what it looks like when I say these names but I at the time again you have to bear in mind as a fan of these guys I was really really holding out hope okay so i was saying yourself right you hear yourself i know i know i know i get it i know i get it i get it is don't remind me don't remind me please don't remind me you know how deep and depressing your season is if you're relying on a drug addict and somebody who is explosively attacking their own team religiously to behave themselves for you to have a shot like i've that whole situation at, at, at the Patriots, I thought so sorry for Tom. Imagine waking uh, up in the morning thinking, I really hope, I really hope Brown actually made it to sleep today. And I hope AB didn't tweet anything while I was asleep. <laughs> anyway, I get it. But, but, but here's the thing I'll say about, about, about AB is that a lot of the forces that were, that were you know, kind of working alongside him before yeah. aren't so much now. You have to remember that he was dealing with a Ben Roethlisberger, a guy who thinks it's okay for him to publicly <laughs> destroy his teammates' performance on his own radio show and then back it up in a, like after, immediately after a game, or I think it was, I'm not sure if it was before a game, like, you know, in a, pre- in a press conference, and then proceed to, proceed to badmouth his, his uh, star receiver. And then also, when he messes up on a play, doesn't acknowledge the fact that he messes up on a play. You know, and just expect things to move, to move, uh, to move calmly through through that. That's a that's an, that's 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 a personality that he had to deal with at quarterback before. He doesn't have to deal with that now. Tom Brady is one of those guys you will rarely find someone who wouldn't run through a brick wall for that guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Myself included. So that's 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 the that's that's a that's that that's the personality he's dealing with. A quarterback now, a very team-oriented character who, oh, as well as calling out your own, I'm joking about the brick wall thing. No, as well no, as calling no. out your own, you're you're, you're 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 getting close to the territory of K and LeBron there. Like what? No, new, don't do that. One's moving for the king. One's running for a brick wall. Like, am I the only one? Who no, can be listen, 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 no, listen, listen. No, be a fan, not a stand. Like, I'm joking. I am joking, Gabriel. <laughs> yes, 
the only thing I'll say about the, my different the difference is I I'm only gonna I'm, the only thing I'm gonna say about Tom Brady is that Tom Brady is the greatest QB ever. But anyway, what I was gonna say is that's the that's the mentality that's the um the personality he's dealing with at QB now, and there's also the fact that he has a team that he can actually he you know again first time since the Steelers that he actually you can actually believe in to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I think he has there's more of a reason more now than ever for him to stay in line. There was more of a reason now than ever for him to stay in line. With the Raiders, they weren't going to do anything. They weren't going to do anything at the time, you know. Like, there was no reason. He got traded to the Raiders purely because the Steelers didn't want to trade him to, you know, someone who, to a team who could challenge them for their Super Bowl, essentially. Like, that's, they they couldn't, they, they, he wasn't going to do anything with the Raiders. Yeah? In this case, he now, huh? I'm going to get paid. No, I'm I'm talking about competitively. He was, yeah. There's the obviously there's always a pay. He's he was one. He's he was basically one or two best um, um, receivers in the league. He was always going to get paid. But I'm talking about competitively with the Raiders. It was not with the Bucks. It's now a case of like there's money on the line ahead of time. There's money on the line if, on, if he can perform well this season. There's him winning, which then blows the roof off the the you know the money side of things. You know what I mean? And if he loses, his career is over. Not as in, as in not loses. I mean, if he, if he blows this with a winning team, yeah, with a team that could really win something and he blows it, his career is over. That's what I'm saying. Okay. You know so, what? Fair enough. We're going to uh, move on. What I'm going to say is everything that you just said right now with all the reasons he's got it, it's going to make it that much sweeter where my guy proves be right again. And I'm going to be there for it. Hey, listen, I won't be surprised. I'll let you know. I won't be surprised. And we will be here next year for this same segment with his new team, the Cowboys. Anyway. <laughs> the thing is, let's be honest. The joking. thing with the... No, no, no. The Patriots thing, if we're going to be honest, the Patriots thing going to, to, to shit wasn't really his fault. Like, that wasn't oh, in terms of... Oh, no, 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 no. Let me explain. Let, let me explain. I'm not no. going to land on that one. Zero gravity, zero gravity, keep floating. Maybe <laughs> one day you land on another planet. Um, so obviously, nine weeks in, um, I want to talk about one thing that we obviously have seen. It's the fact that the NFL is taking a different approach than most um, sporting leagues in a sense that they are allowing a certain percentage of fans into some stadiums. So mm-hmm. I just know some quick teams like Ravens, for example, it's very small. They're letting in like 4,000 out of, you know, in a 71k capacity arena, um, mm-hmm. even Browns, however, like letting in like 12,000 people out of 70,000 people. Um, I think the most in the league right now is the Cowboys who are letting in 25 percent, and I think they've got like a 90 or 100k stadium. I can't remember on my head how much it is, but they're letting, they're letting in like 20 or so, like a couple 20, thousand people to watch the blues every 000. week. 25,000 just to watch them get destroyed at her to let them ship 38 points a game. <laughs> I mean, it's really well spent, right? Sorry, it's, it's, it's up 8,000. So they're letting like, they're letting, like Oh, my people. God. Uh, that, you know, record, record of the Cowboys aside, basically, most teams are letting in anywhere between 5% to 20% of, you know, fans in the stadium. Some teams are doing, the, you know, a little wink, wink. I can't really count. Just get in here. Kind of thing, yeah, yeah, but yeah, obviously, and a lot of teams are saying no, we can't have people in, and a lot of it is directed by law. But looking at it right now, and you know, seeing how the atmosphere changes, having even just like twenty percent of the crowd, do you like what they're doing with it? Do you think other sports leagues should adopt it, like the Premier League or you know the NBA, who are looking to restart around Christmas? 
do you think other leagues should start allowing some percentage of fans in line with laws? I think in I think they should because the fans are a big part of that, um, a big part of sports. Period. You know, a lot of players feed off the fans and feed off of the both the negative and the positive energies they give off. You know, so I think, and it's also it also it always adds to the game. I feel like so. Yeah, I think they should, but of course they have to do it in the safest way possible. I can't stress that enough because I feel like with a lot of situations um, like this, especially in uh, the NFL where it's a lot, where it's money over everything, pretty much, they can things can get out of hand very quickly. So I think they need to make sure they're adhering to the to the uh, laws, the the law of the land, and making sure that everybody is safe as possible before they do it I think I think it would help I think it would be good I, I would like that but you know it, it has to be done safely as safe as possible mm. All right, fair enough. No, that's a very very sensible approach you, you, you've taken there um, I kind of echoed that but I think it needs to be outright fuck yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> like every like let's be honest now um, I don't want to get into the whole politics of things but the whole idea for most governments is let's try and get back to some form of normal. And I think you can't apply that to some walks of life, like i.e. go to work. If you can't work, what you want to work, go to work, like, whatever thing you were saying the other day. Um, if we can all go to work, we can all take the trains, we can all, you know, try and get on with our lives, go shopping, for example. We mm-hmm. can go and see a sporting event. Like, granted, yeah. it's not going to be like it was before with everyone armed in arms and you, like, um, um, you'll never walk alone at Anfield. But if you've got like a 40,000 seat stadium, let 4,000 in, let 10% of that crowd in. Yeah, oh, okay, thank separate God. Them, separate them into buck. Like, no, 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 I'm not saying out. Like, was, was good. Yeah, 40, he, said, he said, fuck yeah. I was like, wait, wait, what? No, no, 90,000 no, no, no. people in no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying let's get everyone go to Wembley and see Gosford with the Queen. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying <laughs> we're going to have these games, if we're going to have everything else trying to get back to normal, Let's get people into um, Anfield. Let's get people to Stamford Bridge. Let's get the Emirates roaring again. Let's get Old Trafford. I don't know what they do in Old Trafford, but let's get that going. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, I, 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 I'll be honest. Like, my joy of watching football is starting to decrease because it's just not the same. Like, yeah, yeah at first it was cool to see like, you know, a new perspective of, okay, we can hear what they're saying. We can hear the calling out. We, you, know, get, you get a bit more insight into how they actually operate. Um, yeah moment by moment in the game with each other and communicate with each other. You've got to yeah. hear three Matt Kepper for not coming out the ball. Like that's a, that's a nice thing. So we know it's not just them looking at him. They actually are <laughs> Kepa. Like, you know what I mean? But, I'm not touching that. But for I'm me, it's, it's, thank you. Uh, but <laughs> it's, like, it's not the same about fans. Or even the NBA finals, that come on, even 4,000 yeah. Lakers fans cheering for um, the Lakers lifting that chip would have made oh, the whole scene so much better. Because Let's be honest now, we're losing a lot of historical moments because it's like, yeah. you're going to have like a guard, you're going to have Liverpool win the league and no fans. You're going to have a guard of honour with no fans. You're going to have yeah. all these things with no fans. It's just like a, it's like a, it's like a propaganda photo shoot at some point. Like, it's like, yeah. no one yeah. even there. Does anyone care? Like, but yeah, um, especially like, that's just the football side of it, but even like NBA, like it's more enclosed arenas, especially if you're going to have like a smaller enclosed arena, not like a bubble, but something similar. Like, get people in there, get some kind of atmosphere going. Exactly. Like, like for me, imagine this. Imagine being a team that's tanking and there are no fans. 
Oh, <laughs> oh no. every week we no. catch your L. Like, come on, like, nobody wants to watch that. Nobody oh wants. Oh my to- goodness, the <laughs> Knicks, the <laughs> Knicks, every game. <laughs> like, you know, every like, game. At least the fans give you a bit of a kick on, like you know, get, get the team going, get you a hot start. Yeah, like. yeah. But yeah, I feel like we're missing the element, and it's time. That's the easiest. You're say. right. Time to get. I, I really, uh, yeah. And then. Maybe we ramp it up to fifty percent and see what happens. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's just let's just cut that last bit out. Let's yeah. just cut, let's just let me just uh, ignore that last that last little bit. But um, listen, I absolutely fifty percent. It's only like a couple of games. Anyway, I, I agree with uh, with with that ninety five percent of what you said. That um, you know, I really I really would absolutely love to see the fan because even from watching it from home. You know what I mean? Like you feel the you, you feel the 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 atmosphere. You feel the atmosphere through the TV. You know what I mean? It would have been so wonderful to see like Laker Nation, the the you know the visceral reaction of the fans to them winning a chip after all like Laker Nation has had to go through this year. Like it would have been so wonderful. And of course, seeing the seeing Miami, like the Miami fans. You know, react to the team going back to an NBA Finals for the first time in six years. Seeing like, seeing them react to that triple double. Jimmy Butler's like game was a game five game by performance that needed a crowd. Exactly, game three as well. Game three, like those two like out of body performances like needed crowds. And I, you know, uh, so yeah, I think I think it. I would love to see it done. I want it to be done. I think it it, it should be depending on like you know. The, the numbers and the rules and, and everything like that. But, you know, my main thing, my main sticking point is that it has to be, it can't be done with like, oh, we have to force it in terms of like, it can't be, um, you know, they can't disregard the numbers or how, how it could affect people a certain way. They have to take everything seriously and it has to be done as safe as possible. That's my thing. Because, you know, when we have that set, when we have that like, you know, peace of mind, you are able to enjoy the game more. The same yeah. thing, the same, which is why you're able to kind of enjoy the, the NFL games with the percentages of people that they let in because these people are spread out. Thank you know you. that they're safe and all of that. So, yeah, like, you know, no that, that you have that piece. Yeah, you have that piece of mind and you hear something when you're watching these games. You hear t- uh, people cheering and stuff. So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, cool. It's very rare, but I guess we agree on this one. Um, yeah. Right, let's move on. Let's move on to the actual NFL season. Let's just quickly go through our thoughts so far. Um, I'll kick it off. Kick it off. So, um, I've actually, I'll be honest. I've really, I've enjoyed this season a lot more than I thought I was going to. I also, I honestly thought that it's going to be like a season where it's COVID, this team's locked down. COVID, this team shut down. But even when the teams have shut down, the NFL have done a really good job of adapting and they've put in like, you know, different games and Games during the days of the week that you would expect it. So I think they've had like Tuesday night football, Wednesday night football. Like mm. they usually only do Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays. But they've like really adapted, changed the product, like let some fans in. And I think, as usual, in terms of overall service and product from like online TV and actual in game and operating, yeah. NFL once again has done it the best from every other sports league. They do everything, yeah. like, you know, labor rights <laughs> the right way. Yeah. Um, labor <laughs> rights, Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's nice to put it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like overall, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I've, if, if I was going to say 
why in terms of like, specific players and teams. Um, players, I'm enjoying seeing Mahomes be Mahomes. I've enjoyed the rookie quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, who are getting a chance to shine. Um, but in terms of teams that have really, really, like, really, really surprised me, like it has to be the Steelers. Seven, like right now as we speak, they're seven and zero. Oh, they've yeah. beaten uh, the Ravens. They've beaten the Texans. They've beaten good. Yeah. Um, some of the teams they've beaten a bit fraudulent. So I think it's a fraudulent seven zero. But nevertheless, to get seven wins, like, who, who they beat that has been, that's been fraudulent? Just so, just so I know from your perspective. I'll, I'll come back on that one. So I've got the, um, the schedule from my head. But there's, been, there's a few teams in there that is like, they're, they're, quite, they're kind of weak. Or you think like, they, you thought they'll be better than they are, but they're actually very weak. Like even like coming up next, they're going to be eight and zero because they've got the Cowboys coming up. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, um, so like, if I was going to go through again, they beat the Giants, they beat the Denver Nuggets, they beat, not Denver Nuggets, sorry, the, the, Denver, the Nuggets. Denver Nuggets? They, they beat um, Houston. And you know how Houston was with um, Bill Ryan still there. They beat Cleveland, who were up and down. Philadelphia, who were ravaged by injuries. So that's like four or five wins where it's like, the team wasn't either really that good or mm. you know exactly why they suck because their coach got fired a week or two later. So it's like, yeah, you're seven. Mm. But it's the last two wins that really got me saying, okay, you know what? You guys are for real. Mm-hmm. Even then, like the next three games are washed, so they're, gonna, they're actually going to be ten and zero. You know, think about it now. But yeah, um, they're a team that I've really enjoyed, regardless of what's about the teams they play. Mm-hmm. They've actually played good football. The defense has been great. Um, the wide receivers like Claypool and everyone else, I've enjoyed watching them. So, mm-hmm. like, long story short, um, just I'll give it to you in a second. But just as a whole, one of my other concerns, other than that, you know, the fans and it being locked down, was that because there was no off season, no real training. Um, camps for these teams. Yeah. A situation where the teams are going to come out and play pre-season football in the regular season. So they're mm-hmm. trying to get their, find their feet, find their fitness in the first few games. They've hit the mm-hmm. ground running, especially the offenses. Offenses have not missed a beat, come out, scoring more points than ever before. It's been great to mm-hmm. watch. Um, nine weeks in, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been solid. Mm, I feel you. Um, essentially, <clears throat> so, so I mean, we're talking about the teams that's impressed us, right? Like, you know, kind of the yeah, first yeah. impressions of the... season, like, I was in, I was in general, but yeah, like, go... Yeah, yeah. Go for it, as, as micro or macro as you want. Um, I think it's been really good. Um, it has been entertaining. It has been hilarious in some cases, especially in the case of the NFC East. Um, least. It has been... It, uh, sorry, least, my fault. Um, it has been... Very, it's been better than I thought it would be. I mean, there's a lot of storylines here, you know, with the, I, I, I can't believe I'm, with, let me not start there. I was going to start, start with the Cowboys new coach, but let me not start there. With the, <laughs> with, you know, Tom, with Brady leaving the Patriots, the Patriots yeah. getting um, Cam Newton, uh, Roethlisberger back from injuries, you know what I mean? Then there's the, the Kansas City trying to carry on, 49ers themselves trying to carry on. You know what I mean? The Ravens, can they make some noise? There's a lot of teams in there. Packers with, with, with you know, with Aaron Rodgers, especially after they sandbagged him with the, with the, with the, with the, with the, with the, um, with the draft. Uh, so, yeah, like there's a lot of things going on and I think it's been very interesting. I have been very, I, there have been a couple of surprise packages for me personally. Um, I would say the Steelers, because I didn't expect Ben coming back to have that much of an of a instant impact, especially with no training camp. These are his first games in basically a year. So, you know, <clears throat> pardon me. So, you know, that's been really interesting. But for me, I would also say the Packers. I will say the Packers, six and two, because 
I I thought they at this point in the season they might be I don't know like four like you know like we're what a week are we go, we're going into week eight aren't we yeah we're going, we're going no we're going going into week nine sorry I thought they'd be four and four you know five and three you know just holding on to five hundred roughly because we know how much like Aaron Rodgers has had to carry them over the last couple of years with his like you know like. The, the lack of help and then them like drafting another QB. No, no, was it QB or defensive or defense uh, or de- quarterback? Quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, I was right. So yeah, another QB. I, I don't remember his name, but like another QB uh, for the new season is just another like you know sigh moment. You know what I mean? Just like here we go again. But they've been pretty good. You know, leading the NFC North. <clears throat> Um, so yeah, like you know, they, those it's been very interesting from the from a from a hilarious side. Um, it has been very funny watching the teams in the NFC East, especially the Cowboys, because I really thought the Cowboys were gonna do better. I thought they, if I'm honest, I thought they were gonna dominate. Just for context, basically, um, the way the NFL works is that you've got six divisions. The winner of each division gets into the playoffs, and then they have what is we call a wild card game, where it's like. Okay, from all the other teams, who has the best record? These two teams go to the playoffs too. So that's how yeah. it's sort it out. Um, usually, at least one team will have like you know one good team who gets out. Obviously, who wins the division. But yeah. NFC East is the only division which every single team has a losing record. Oh my god! But yeah, sorry. They are, every team is under five hundred. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the content is is just incredible. So I mean, the Cowboys are the biggest like disappointment for me because I genuinely because you look at all the talent they're supposed to have or you know I know Dak went down but they look bad with Dak so yeah. you know they that's been very unfortunate oh, I mean I thought Mike McCarthy they should be one and seven right now the it fal- should be really if the if the yeah if the if the if the Falcons didn't shit themselves I feel like they would have they would have won but yeah like you know I thought Mike McCarthy you know, looking into his history, I thought it was a bit of a fugazi hiring just because this guy, yeah, he won a Super Bowl, but he had Aaron Rodgers carrying the bulk load of, ev- of you know, of, of everything that was going on there. I mean, the defense weren't shit. And, you know, he was just, he was, they were basically holding on. It wasn't, it wasn't like Mike McCarthy was putting together these, oh my God, plays that made him the second coming of, 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 of I don't know, Bill Parcells. Like, no, he wasn't, he wasn't doing that. So I just felt that it was a bit fugazi. Of course, you know, they had to get rid of Jason Garrett at this point. Jason Garrett had overstayed his welcome by like three years or five years. You could, you could just say that. But um, yeah, so I was really looking forward to it, even with the concerns around Mike McCarthy. But they have been terrible. <laughs> they, have, they have been terrible. The defense ain't shit. Like Dak has done what he could with the offense. But they're still, you know, like Ezekiel Elliott looks fat. He cannot seem to wow. get. He look. He no. Am I wrong though? Am I wrong though? He <laughs> looks slow. No, he, he looks bad. He looks fat. <laughs> he looks fat. He looks no, bro. Since he got paid, since he got paid, what has he done? Eat. He ate well. <laughs> Do you feel me? He's I'm not telling he, you. He eat, and that's exactly <laughs> what he did. <laughs> Yeah, Zeke is not been, you know, and you felt that when once Dak went down, Zeke would have had to step up, and he hasn't. So that's been. It, it's not even sad because, like, I don't. Not that I care that much about the the Cowboys. It's just been really funny. Um, the uh, just, just just on that, yeah, because um, 
I don't know that too much. Obviously, we've got enough shows like Undisputed First Take that will be Cowboy Central. Um, yeah, yeah. What I love about it is that when I was watching um, NFL last week, obviously there's the adverts, the promo before the game. And mm. I actually almost burst out laughing. I, I burst out laughing, I almost, almost burst out in tears because it's like the promo has gone from this game's going to be big to someone's got to win. Like, I kid you not, the promo is like, someone's got to win. <laughs> someone's got to like, win. When your actual market, <laughs> well, I mean, they're all bad, but tune in. I mean, someone's got to win the game. This week, we've got a shit offense versus a worse defense. What's going to bend? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, which is worse? Someone's got to win. Oh, diet. It's become a joke to the point where they're marketing the fact that you're so bad. Let's see who could be worse. <laughs> Yo, yeah, you're still there, yeah? Uh, fair enough. I think we've had some technical issues. So, oh, there he is. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, go, go, like, but, but yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, normally, when you see it's like, it's like watching Man United Arsenal. And it's, it's oh, God. Game. Don't do that. Don't no, do that to me. Gabriel, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, not, not in the Premier League, but in like, the knockout game. And the market is like, someone's got to win the game. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's just ridiculous that like, they've sunk that low that like, your market uh, it, it, were bad, but tune in to see who's worse. Oh, my God. It's incredible. It's incredible. And then you look at the other teams in, in that division. I mean, like the Eagles, I, I, I mean, but they have, they have been ravaged by injuries. Yeah. But. I, I, like I think I told you this off air, Carson has looked bad. Like he's been really bad. Like it's not. It's not even like before where it was like he had the injuries and it's like it was just him. So you could forgive him for not making the passes that we know or the players that we know he's we know he can make. But he's just looked bad. Like like you know I I don't know the numbers on in on, on like interceptions, but he is not. You know he's been throwing noticeably more interceptions and and. Messing up the plays. But you know, what it is? To... for me though, I think it's a case of like, you know, when you you hear the hype and you want to be someone rather than trying to make the right play. He is trying. Yeah. Like in the NFL, you got to accept sometimes. You got to like the defense get paid to. They they got the better of your offense for this play. Either take the sack, throw it away, hold on to the ball, like mm. live, live to fight another down. He yep. wants to turn every play into a big play to point him. Yeah. Spin out. There's like five people coming up to him. There's nothing. Who launch bro. it intercepted? And it's like, bro, bro. I, I look at the things, the TV saying, "What are you doing? Like, what did you see there that made you think he's 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 trying let to let me put it MVP again? Like, let, me, know, let me let me let me let me tell you what he's done. Let me tell you what he's done. Can you imagine? You, you remember, you know, Mike Vick, right? Yeah. Can you imagine Tom Brady trying to play like Mike Vick, <laughs> trying to run, trying to spin out, try, try to juke people, and then make the the big the big throw? Can you imagine that? Yeah. That's what he's trying to do. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to be someone he's not. He's trying, he's trying to be petty. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he, he's, you see how, like, in football, you say, like, certain midfielders are going for, like, the Hollywood pass, right? He's going for, like, the Hollywood play. He's trying to, you know, make it go, oh, but, like, it's losing them games. Yeah, I mean, he's getting and, that reaction out of me. Huh? <laughs> that reaction out of me. Just not for the right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, man. I mean, generally, I think the season's. But yeah, I think the season's been good. There are a lot of good teams. Um, it's going to be. I, I'm. I'm really at this point. I'm like looking forward to like seeing how you know the run into the end of the season, and kind of the matchups we're going to have when we get to the playoffs. Because there's teams both in the NFC 
and you know and in the in the 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 AFC that like are really impressing right now, and if they can keep up this same momentum, then the playoffs might be will be really interesting. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, yeah, like, you know, I think that, that's 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 it for um, this week. We'll probably come back in a couple of weeks, see how AP was developed. Maybe hopefully some of the team. Um, all this being said, <laughs> what do you mean hopefully he's been in the team? Like, he hasn't even, has he like, trained with them yet? I mean, he started training this week. He's been cleared. I think he's due to play tomorrow actually Um, only thing I will say is that I wouldn't hold it against him if essentially obviously there's a pending legal case against him and he might get kicked out depending on how that turns yeah 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 yeah. Um, we won't go into details for that one but again if that happens I'm not going to make this part of an argument saying ha I told you so oh no no. if anything actual football related or something new outside of football comes up then I'll you know you're going to have to you knew more to see my squad face looking at you in it. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro. It's, I don't think it's gonna happen this time. I think <laughs> it's not gonna be Brady. It's not gonna he, if he flips out. It's not gonna be at Brady. I'll tell you that much. I, I'll give you that. I can give you a guarantee that he's not gonna flip out at Brady. Not at Brady. You never know. You never know. Ah, you know. Ooh. I mean, you know. Yeah, you know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. Ah, right, cool. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's it for this week. Um, we've got obviously we've got another basketball episode coming up with me UK. That's gonna be yeah. episode. Probably gonna probably come out this week as well, right? Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, we'll end, we'll end it. We'll end it there. <laughs>